Hallelujah. Whoa. A few minutes ago. Thank you, Jesus. My book is completed. Hallelujah. It's not released yet. It's just completed. We'll give you a time. Everybody must get a copy of this in your hand. If you don't get a copy, you're doing injustice to yourself. Because these sum up the rising of the sons of God. Amen? And you can buy and give it to people. We want this to go nationwide. Because this will change your life. So I'm going to start to preach on this, the rising of the sons. I will focus on the first chapter on some elements, but I can't do everything. So I picked some points that I want to bring up for us. The rising of the sons of God. We say it's the year of? And? Say it again. Hallelujah. No, this is the time for the sons of God. I say this is the time for the sons of God. Now, we are in a defining moment where radical action and radical results need to take place. Now, more than before, you must understand, Christianity is experiencing a pushback like never before. Christianity has been defined as a religion of a gullible. People that pursue something that is like a mirage. Amen? Christianity is left out. People are becoming more... They are asking more questions than trusting God. Young people are turning from, to other religion and believing that those religions can give them hope. We have so many people that have introduced themselves in the kingdom. They all say in the last days, there will be a lot of false prophets, false pastors, false teachers. And because of that, the love of many has grown cold. People don't trust the prophetic anymore. You see, some, I went to a country, they told me, here, yeah, we don't believe in prophets. And after my session, the pastor says, you have restored our trust in the prophetic. Because the prophetic is not about telling you what you ate. It's not about telling you your house number. It's not telling you about that what many people think is prophetic. For them, if you can tell them that you were sitting with your aunt and she said this and she said that, that's prophetic. But that's not necessarily prophetic. Amen? Do you understand that Balaam was a worshiper of Baal, or he was an idol worshiper, but he was having inspiration to tell people things. Even the first prophecy that he was giving to Israel, the Bible says that he was consulting. He was a medium. But the last prophecy that he gave, the Bible says this time he did not go and consult because he knew that God wanted to bless Israel. So we need to restore this thing. There needs to be a restoration of a church. And that's what God is doing in the last day to restore the image of a church. But this image can be only restored through the rising of the sons. Hallelujah. 
And I say, when I talk about sons, I'm talking about daughters also. You can't talk about a lion without lioness. Because if there is only lion, the, 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 the idea of lion will disappear because there is no lioness. So when you talk about sons, it includes daughters. Remember when Adam was made, Adam was made as a grown-up. Adam is different from us. We went through a growth stage. Adam never knew it. Adam stood up, he could talk, he has teeth. <laughs> so actually, when we call Jesus the second Adam, it's true, but it's problematic. Why? Because the first Adam did not go through what Jesus went through. The first Adam didn't go through a baby stage. Jesus had to be a baby. He had to be helpless. He didn't have teeth when he was born. Jesus had to wet. If it was nappies, he had to wet it. He had to grow up. They have to teach him the art of things. Adam never went through that. So even when we saw Jesus as the second Adam, I say it's true, but it's a bit, if you want to go deep into that, you will understand that Jesus is not really, although we call him the second Adam by terminology. Jesus was the son of God. You know, what is a son? We know that in the Greek language, I've taught that before, so this will be like a repetition and maybe adding new things here and there. In the Greek, the word son is a word huos, huos. And huos means a son that has come to a place of maturity. Amen. In the Old Testament, when we say son, it means created by God. That's why Luke, when he was making the genealogy of Jesus, said, Adam, the son of God. Angels were called sons of God in the Old Testament. If you read Genesis chapter number 6, verse 1 to 2, the Bible says, let's put it there, Genesis chapter number 6, verse 1 to 2. This is teaching to teach you that it's time to arise. Okay, Genesis. Now it came to pass when the men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born to them that the sons of God saw the daughter of men that they were beautiful and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. He said, the sons of God saw that the daughter were beautiful. Who are those sons he's talking about? Fallen angels. Fallen angels that had the ability to take on human form. Amen? They came and they took wives. And through them, the Nephilim, the giants came. Goliath was from that breed. That's why I don't want you to be too tall also, but it's fine. <laughs> I'm just pulling your leg. Listen. Goliath was one of them. Amen? So those sons of God that were angel and created beings are not the same I'm talking about today. You need to understand that now to be son of God, you need to follow the process of new birth. Those who are born again are sons of God. Can I give you a scripture? Let's go there. Uh, the Bible says that in John chapter number 1 verse 12, 
He said to all who believe in him and those who trust in his name, he gave them power to become sons or children of God. Born not out of a flesh, out of the will of man, but out of the will of God. So the sons now are those who are born through a process of a new birth. So if you say you are a son of God and you are not born again, you are not a son of God. Hallelujah. You need to understand that there's a difference between children and sons. The word children, the Bible defines it as a word that we call nepios. Nepios is someone that is infant in his way of reasoning and his way of doing things. It's not the size. So you can be 80 years old and you are still in Nepio. So it's all about your way of thinking and your way of handling things. Can I read the scripture in the book of Galatians, chapter number 4, verse 1 to 2? It says, Now I say that the heir, as long as he's a child, does not differ from a slave, though he is a master of all. So he's not different from a slave, but he's under guardians and stewards until the time appointed by the Father. So when we are born again, we are born as sons by the Napio side. So when we are born again, we are born infant in the kingdom. And we need to grow in the kingdom. Hallelujah. So you need to understand that an appeal, an appeal is somebody that his talk, his talk betray him. If you want to know who is an appeal, listen how they talk. Today we are here, tomorrow we are there. Inconsistency. An appeal will make a confession and not stick to the confession. A Napio will say, I'm healed. When the pain comes, I'm not healed. A Napio will say, I'm blessed. When trouble comes, Lord, I don't know what you are doing. A Napio cannot maintain confession. Do you understand? So when you are in Napio, one of the signs is that your language betray you. The second sign, your deeds will betray you. You will do things that you are not expected to do. And Napio will not understand the concept of holiness. When you tell them to live pure, they think it's law. They don't understand it's, your nature, it's their nature. Jesus, the Apostle Paul, made the difference between the two. And unfortunately, we have more Napios in the church than sons. We have more Napios. Than sons. Okay. I have children, and when we were growing up, one of my sons told me he does not enjoy some of his stuff anymore. Because now, when he's there, he feels like, yo, it's not right. Do you understand that when you go, you disengage yourself from some stuff? If you go to a playground, they will say, children under 14. Because it's not bought for your size. But you sit in that car with your leg twisted like this. <laughs> Napio. I said Napio. You know some, some Christians in the spirit, they are sitting in those toy cars. 
Because that's where they think they belong. They cannot step out of Oscar and look at something else. And appeal will get offended at everything. You don't understand. And appeal will say, why did you look at me like that? Why didn't you talk to me? And appeal cannot handle no. And appeal cannot handle some stuff. Because it's infant. It's infant. I'm, I'm focusing on Napio so that you can understand. So I can know your level of growth. You know, children, babies, they want to be taken care of. Babies are demanding. When they wet the nappy, they cry. Just come train me nappy. When they do number two, they cry. When they are hungry, they cry. So sometimes we don't know. Only the mother knows. The mother will say, the baby is hungry. Sometimes I praise mothers. I don't know if you are telling the truth or we are imagining. <laughs> but a mother can tell you exactly what the baby wants. <laughs> no, he wants this. Because they are used to be in the proximity of that child. They can decode the need of a child. So even when we are in appeal, God still understands your ups and downs. Because it can decode that this is what you really want. But if you are grown up, you cannot do that anymore. Mm -hmm. Once you are put it in and you do number two on you, the parents. If you have an African mother, she will tell you. They don't go, oh, my baby. I say, winner. This will be the last time. You are big now. Go to the toilet. They don't say, honey, darling, no. Hey, stop it. Amen? So you need to understand that an appeal is infant, is not matured. James chapter number three, verse two. Let's put it there. James three, two. He said, for all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he's a perfect man. Able also to bridle the whole body. So from your speech, we can understand where you are. I say from your speech, we can, we can put you where you are. I can listen to you for 10 minutes and I know who you are. You are confused in your language. You cannot articulate a proper sentence. Now, a mature son can be trusted with an inheritance. You know the parable of the prodigal son in the book of Luke 15, 1 to 11 to 32. to read Luke 15, 11 to 32. The parable of the prodigal son is not just talking about the restoration of a son. He is showing us the immaturity of a son that tried to handle inheritance. Amen? It's not just God's grace to restore us back. It's God showing us that I can give you everything, but this is the way you're going to move. Use it. He demanded his inheritance before the death of his father. And the father said, okay, here it is. The child took the inheritance. The first thing he did, he went to the bar, to the nightclub. He went to all these places and squandered all the money. Do you know why sometimes you feel like God is not releasing everything in your hands? Can I tell you? The reason is that God knows that you are not ready to handle that breakthrough yet. 
Because any breakthrough that you are not ready to handle can leave you into slavery. The son, the, the father gave him everything. He lost it. It's grace when God does not give you some of the stuff you ask for. Somebody talk to me. It's grace. Because God knows that the moment he gives it to you, you will live his way. Do you know that some people, the moment they buy a certain car, they forget they are Christian. Friday they are at that place. How do you call it? Where they park the cars? In Rockland. Huh? Chaba. You are there and Chaba. Because now you have a sport car. You're going to flash your car out. Some of you, the moment God gives you a breakthrough, you become bossy. No one can talk to you. Because you have a bit of cash. You have a bit. You have a bit of money in your pockets. You become a big man. Some of you, you become, you, you lose your humbleness when you get blessed. And God will keep you at that stage so that you may be matured to handle the blessing. Blessing without proper training can lead you to hell. So we are not after the blessing, we are after the capacity to handle the blessing. Because when the capacity is set, the Bible says, until the time appointed. What is he talking about? God knows when you are ready to handle. Lord, I want a husband. But you are not able to forgive somebody else. Whose son? You need to know there are capacities that need to be brought in you. Some of, you, some of us, we, hope, we wish we were a bit mature before we got married. Because the mess we make out of it before we get here, we could have, God could have spared us. No, I want a wife. I want a wife. But you can't brush your teeth in the morning. Come on now. Dress yourself a bit. Clean up yourself a bit. Don't smell like a goat. I know you don't like this. But I have to talk. So that you can change a bit. I see some people they want to get married. I say, daughter of who? Get ready. Uh, if it offends you, may God help you. You read that in the newspaper, you will laugh. You will send it around social media. But in church, we can't talk about that. Anyone that wants to get married must first prepare himself. You see, will God wait for me until I'm ready? No. He will give it to you, but you will make a mess of it. So to help yourself, I'm talking to you now. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You couldn't go to John the Baptist. You know how John the Baptist preached to people? You vipers. Book of vipers. You can't sit under John the Baptist. If you can't take this, you are not ready for John the Baptist. 
I'm telling you the truth, people. Sons need to arise, but we are not raising up sons that will die tomorrow. We are raising up sons that will live for long in the kingdom. Therefore, as if you want to be, if you want to rise as a son and daughter, there are stuff that you need to put in place. Are you quiet? You want a blessing. But when the money comes, your first reaction is a polo bag. It's a, it's a Gucci. It's a guest. It's the thing you are looking for. Because that's why you want the blessing for. Come on, come on, come on, come on. When the blessing comes, you forget that you are blessed to be a blessing. You are handling it yourself. And then, it's gone. Because you didn't know why you got it. Today, I want to speak to you from my heart. Jesus didn't come to serve himself. He didn't come to be served. He came to serve people. Sons. Somebody say sons. <laughs> Maturity of a son. Don't be like a prodigal son. He got the money. And when the money came, pocket it. Look at girls. I can buy this one. I can get this one. Everybody's at my mercy. He lost the money. I'm praying that we will not lose what God has given me. Hallelujah. Sons will be revealed to take care of a father's business. And they are revealed to repair the injustice, injustice created in this world by demons and the forces of hell. The Bible says even the whole creation is waiting for the revealing of the sons of God. Romans chapter number 8 verse 19. Jesus, the true son, not like the Adamic, the true son, came to restore back the dominion. So because of Jesus, today we have dominion over sicknesses. Amen? Dominion over demons. Dominion over nature. Let me give you scriptures. Dominion over demons. Mark, Mark chapter number 8, verse 25 to 27. Dominion over sicknesses. Matthew 8, 1 to 3. Dominion over nature. Matthew 8, 23 to 27. And Jesus also gave us authority. Luke 10, 19. Luke 10, 19. Matthew 21, 18 to 22. Luke 10, 19. Matthew 21, 18 to 22. Mark 16, 17 to 18. Jesus came to give us dominion. He identified himself as a man. He was born like you and me, except that his birth was a direct intervention of the Holy Spirit. We were born from the seed of our parent. Jesus was born from the seed of his father. Amen. But when you are born again, you are not born again out of the seed of your parent anymore. You are born out of the seed of a father as Jesus was. So because of that, Jesus transferred the authority upon you. So that you can have authority over nature, over demon, over sicknesses, 
over all these things that are preventing people to mount up. Remember what I told you? Sons are sent ones. Sons are positioned to be gateways, altars, doors for which heaven invades earth. You need to understand that as a son, you cannot be at your work and cry. You can change it. Mm. You know our problem? We doubt what God has given us. I say we doubt what God has given us. And because of that, whenever doubt comes, you cannot receive a result. You need to understand that it's impossible for a doubter to please God. It's impossible for a child that doubts to please God. That's why we need to grow up into maturity. God is looking for you this morning. It's just the first chapter. I didn't even I touched some of that. God is looking for you to be instrumental in this end time. You know, God gave me a vision many years ago. I, can't, I think it was in the year 2000 something, I can't remember. And he told me there is a plan of 15 years. And he said, after 15 years, this country will become, I don't want to say it. He said, let me put it mild. He said, there will be a dominion of Islam over economy, over everything. We were staying somewhere and God gave me that dream. He said, in the next 15 years, you will see it with your eyes. And Christian, I warned them those days, but people didn't take it because I didn't have a platform. I didn't have those YouTube and stuff. I said it in a small building. The battle is not against Islam. Amen? The, our battle is not against anyone. Our battle is to arise. The moment we arise, we will take over. I'm telling you, there is no any other God but Yahweh. There is no any other God but El Shaddai. If the children of God will arise in this country, other God will bow out. If the children, if the church of God will arise and become the church, other principality will bow down. We need to arise, people. It's your time to arise. We need to take over. Oh my God. Christianity needs to infiltrate schools. Even if they don't want us there, we can still go there with our prayers. There is, a, there is a plan to divert this whole thing to the other side. But I'm praying that children of God may be sensitive to the voice of God. God is calling us into battle on that day. God is calling us to stand. God is calling us as a church to say enough is enough. I will not be a child of God and be dominated by a child of Baal. We cannot allow the children of Baal to chase us like the Philistines chase Israel. We cannot allow any other God to reign over South Africa. You need to arise as a son of God. How will the son go to battle if you are struggling with doubt? How the son goes to battle if you are struggling with the elementary thing? People are still battling 
with sin. How will you go to battle? It's time to arise. It's time to grow up. How can you go to battle if you are easily offended? You know what we are doing? The church is not shooting at the enemy. We are shooting at each other. Before we get to the enemy, we are destroying our own army. But I'm saying it's time for you to turn around and declare that Jesus is Lord. It's time for each child of God in this house to say, not on my watch anymore. I will seek the Lord until I see the breakthrough. God is God. And as a son, I have dominion over nature. I have dominion over everything. I will arise and be who God wants me to arise. I'm almost finished, Daddy. I'm here to tell you people, we cannot play church anymore. We cannot play church anymore. We cannot church play church anymore. If you are in a school, let them know you are there. I'm not saying put a pulpit, but by your way of walking and talking, let them recognize that you are there. We need to take this thing serious. You cannot be in bribe and you are a child of God. You are bringing us down. You need to say no. And listen, if you say no to bribe, God will open the right door for you. If you say yes to bribe, you will stay like you are. But if you can stand and say, if I perish, I perish. If I don't have food, so be it. I will not sell my birthright I will not be like Esau selling my birthright because I'm hungry. I will be like Jacob going to take the blessing of the Lord. I will stand with the angel of the Lord and say, I will not let you go even if you dislocate my hip, so be it. But I will not let you go until you change my destiny. I'm calling out to people from today to seek the Lord with all your heart and say, God, this is the time of a son to arise. I want to be one of them. I'm tired of being a child. I'm tired. I'm tired of being somebody that does not see my way. Now I want to stand up and be who you want me to be. It's the time for the church to arise. People, listen to me. The time is right. The heavens have decreed it. You need to position yourself and God will pick you up. We want something more than what we have. I want God to break through. I want to be that door through which heaven will pass. Oh, you ancient door, and lift up your heads so that the king of glory may come in. Unfortunately, we will not ask who is the king of glory because we know the king of glory. So fortunately, we will say, doors be opened up. And let the ancient of days walk into my school. Let the ancient of days walk into my business. Let the ancient of days walk into my, 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 my family. Let the ancient of days walk into a place where people didn't want to welcome him. Because God wants to, want to use you to walk into places. Here's the power of God upon you, woman. The power of God. And God wants to raise up children, sons. I say, God, are you going to be one of them? I say, are you going to be one of them? It's time for you to make that decision and say, Lord, not on my watch anymore. Not on my, and the moment you make that decision, heaven will back you. I say, heaven will back you. 
you need to be radical for what you are believing God for. And you will see God. Stop, 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 stop allowing the devil to steal all your time by making you focus on what you don't have. Focus on what God has given you. Out of that, everything will come out. Do, do, listen, if you, want, if you want to be blessed, don't go after the blessings. If you want to be blessed, go after the one that has the blessing. And this is the end of it. God is calling you to battle. Say, I'm one of them. Lift up your hands and say, I'm one of them. Say, I'm part of this army. In the name of Jesus, we will arise. In the name of Jesus, I'm arising. In the name of Jesus, destiny is calling to me. I refuse to stop. In the name of Jesus, the power of healing is in my hands. In the name of Jesus, authority is in my mouth. In the name of Jesus, I shall declare a thing and it shall come to pass. Let me tell you something. The victory in your life needs a voice to drive them up. I want the worship team to help me. The victory in your life needs a voice. Need a voice. God is looking for a voice this morning. God is looking for a voice. You can challenge rain. You can challenge anything. You can challenge nature. You can challenge every season. God has set season, but he has set you above the seasons. Oh, this is good. God set season, but he set you above season. No more, no more you being sick because there is rain. No more being sick because there is grass out there. No more being sick because the weather is changing. The weather is changing, you are not changing. The Bible says it's the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm in him. So even when the weather pattern changes, I'm not changing. My body does not need to adjust to any weather pattern. I am in him and he's in me. Greater is he that is in me than the one that is in the world. I'm a child of a living God. I'm challenging you this morning. I'm challenging you to arise above your level where you are now. To know that the thing that was affecting you has no right to affect you anymore. Those allergies must go out of your life. You are not born to submit to flowers. You are not born to submit to wave a pattern. You are not born to be afraid. You are born to be a conqueror. A mighty warrior in God's hand. Just give me some drum. Don't wait for me. You are born to be a warrior. I say you are born to be a warrior. Therefore, arise and be who God wanted to be. Yeah, arise and be who God wants you to be. There's an army rising up. Let's do the offering. And then after this song, then we finish. Do the offering quickly. Let us do our offering. Shh. There's an army rising up.